happy Sunday. I hope you are doing well. I can't lie, guys. I've got Pepsi Max in front of me and I am gagging, <laughs> gagging for a sip. I told myself, well, I've basically just come back from WeWork, which if you don't know is my absolute new obsession, basically like a co-working space. And I've just got back. I've been planning on the podcast and I like literally got home, set everything up, poured a Pepsi Max, but was like, don't have a sip until you sit down because it will be like overwhelmingly rewarding. Mm. Oh my God. I genuinely think that was, I'm not even just saying this for um, comedic value, for production value. I actually genuinely think that was the best sip of Pepsi Max I've probably ever had. Mm. Oh my God. This cup, if you're watching, is my favorite. It's so ratty now, but it's from Amazon and it cost me like 15 pound, I think. And when I say this cup keeps your drinks so cold, it's like Stanley cold. I don't have a Stanley, but it's like Hydroflask cold. Like the next day there'll still be ice in this kind of thing. Um, even if you have the lid off, it literally ice stays in it. So it's just like so gorgeous and cold. Mm. Okay, I'll stop having sex with my Pepsi Max now. Hello, how are we? I hope you're having, or I hope you've had a really, really good week or whenever you're listening to this then I guess. I hope you are having a good week, a good day, a good morning. Today's episode is something I'm actually quite excited about because I'm in a good headspace for it. I mean, in this exact moment, I'm a little bit tired, but in terms of the topic, like I'm in a really good inspirational headspace with the topic, believing in yourself which we're obviously going to get onto as the episode goes on. But let's talk about some things we're grateful for then. But welcome back to Life's Your Bitch, by the way. Did I say this? The podcast where we change the narrative with me, your host, Megan Shaw. I hope you're doing well. (laughs) Um, On this podcast, before we start, we always do three things that we are grateful for if you are new here. Because guys, some of my podcast little clips on TikTok have done so well. So who knows? Maybe you have a new viewer. Hey, how are you? This podcast is going to change your life. No. Well, apparently so. Who knows? It changes my life because I get to hash out these issues with you every single week. And apparently some of you love hearing about it. But before we do that, we ground ourselves. What are we feeling grateful for? And we try and get niche. I mean, I'm not a very niche gal. I say this, I try, but a lot of the times they're like the weather. Well, it's only the weather if it's like exceptionally sunny, which it actually has been at the moment, but I'm not grateful for it because I've had my windows wide open So there's been so many bugs and I'm getting really bitten and I had to buy a fan. So like, love it, but I'm actually quite happy with the like rainier day we've had today. Actually, that's what I'm grateful for. It's been like nice and see, I'm grateful for the weather, brilliant. That's not what I was gonna say. We're not doing this, move on. I actually am very grateful, which isn't on my list, that this morning I was chucking it down, right? And I was sat on the sofa, literally in this exact position, eating my breakfast, looking out, thinking, well, there goes another another day at home in the flat, not getting much done, not leaving the flat, not working at WeWork. What a shame. And then I was like, or you could just leave the house anyway. And I was like, ooh, revelation. I was like, anyone who doesn't work from home, Megan, has to still get up and go into work today. And I was like, yeah, but what coat do I wear? Cause it's not cold, but I don't have a waterproof. I don't have an umbrella. And I was like, babe, you're going to be outside for max, not even five minutes. You have to walk to the tram stop and then walk from the tram stop to WeWork. 
So I decided, fuck it, let's absolutely slay the day and go. And I actually went in a little vest top, put my hoodie in my bag. So I was like, I'd rather my skin get wet than my hoodie. And then when I got to WeWork, I put my hoodie on. It was actually really warm in WeWork, but I really wanted a hoodie day. So I wore my hoodie. Also, it might look, that I've actually, look like I've actually not got up today. And I'm in my pyjamas. I've come home and put my pyjama shorts and a different hoodie on. Because I'm at home now. It's comfy. It's comfy time. Anyway, so I'm very grateful that I got myself up and out this morning, even when I didn't really want to. I've also put on here, I'm very, very grateful for my solo Sunday slash my whole weekend. It was my first weekend, last weekend, in 10 weeks. That's no exaggeration, in 10 weeks. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply that I haven't had plans and that I've been in Manchester. Oh my God, I soaked up every second of it. I had the best weekend, just like to myself, chilling, not doing loads, just like, oh, I honestly can't even begin to tell you how absolutely wonderful it was. Number two, oh, I've put one of my podcast TikToks doing really well. Some of my TikToks on, what? Some of my TikToks about the podcast, like, of me actually filming them. Yeah, I did quite well on TikTok, which is really nice to see. And number three, my newfound motivation slash inspiration. If you've watched my, listen to even, my episode on motivation, inspiration, and creativity, I was like, oh, my motivation. And I was like, it's not motivation. It's actually inspiration that I found. And I was like, no, it is actually a bit of both because I... If you haven't listened to the episode, you should go and listen because it's actually a really, really good episode. But this might not make any sense. I don't think I lack motivation. I don't lack a reason why. I lack inspiration. Like the idea of getting up and doing my work. But I actually feel like I have a newfound like surge of both of these recently in different ways, which is kind of what this whole entire episode's about. But the journal prompt last week was... What area in your life do you doubt yourself in the most? And mine is definitely, definitely work, like without a doubt. And I don't even think, well, this is the whole problem. I didn't think it was, oh, I don't believe in myself. It was almost just like a bit of a lack of hope. Kind of like I'd given up. It wasn't, I've wrote here, it wasn't a lack of belief. It so was a lack of belief, but it didn't feel like it, which is something I'm going to explain literally in like two minutes, but mine's definitely work. And I was trying to justify it here by saying, it's not lack of belief. I do believe in myself. I just, you know, didn't have like a buzz for it. I didn't actively believe in myself, I think. But 
in the last week, week and a half, I have, yeah, about like 10 days coming on two weeks now. No, it's only Tuesday, Megan. 10 days. I'm going to need another sip of Pepsi Max. Mm. It's actually so good. Um, in the last like 10 days, I really, really, really have just gone one, not even 180, like a three, no, 360, that means you're back at the same place. A 180 then. And just completely changed the way I'm viewing work, viewing myself, viewing my belief in myself, my belief in my work. Just completely flipped my mindset of like playing the victim really in my own life. And I want to talk you through how because it has actually really, really opened my eyes to how I was feeling, why I was feeling it. And I feel like I've really been able to pinpoint different things I was telling myself and different little habits I picked up on that were just absolutely not serving me. So this episode is all all about that. I'm going to walk you through how I have really changed my belief in myself and mainly in my work because I don't really think I struggled with it anywhere else. So the episode title, do you really believe in yourself? I'm going to ask you again. Do you really believe in yourself. I stress the really and ask twice because I thought I did. And then I looked into myself a little bit more. You know, someone was like, oh, you're all right. And then someone's like, no, you're actually all right. That's what I had to do to myself. I had to like double check myself. And as I looked in, I was like, mm, no, no, I don't, I don't think I do. A lot of what I'm going to talk about here is um, my relationship with work, which if you are new to this podcast, I do do social media full time, which one isn't relatable because I'm sure most of you don't do social media full time and maybe work isn't the place that you doubt yourself the most, but my tips and my path and my advice and my journey is completely applicable, is completely like transferable to whatever that is. But just so you know, I'm going to be talking a lot about work, but I realised, no, I don't actually believe in myself. I have big hopes, I have big dreams, I have big visions, which kind of made me think, oh, I do believe in myself and has never made me really look in like that. But when I ha- when I double looked myself, I was like, no, I, I don't believe in myself. I have this vision of, you know, someday I'll magically go viral and I'll have another growth spurt. But I didn't actually believe it. I didn't believe that could be me. So... I never thought it was something I had to work on because I believed in signs for the universe and they were coming in and I was like, oh, this job has come in and this has come in and this gifting from this brand has come in. So, you know, it's all signs from the universe that I'm heading in the right direction and things are going my way. But I kind of was just looking at that so that I didn't have to like almost take charge and like start to really believe in myself. I just kept being like, oh, that's a sign it's going my way. So don't worry, keep doing what you're doing. But like, I was so wrong. I was positive and had like an optimistic outlook, but that should not be uh, disguised. No, that should not be replaced by a belief in myself. Like I said, I was positive, I was optimistic, but I didn't believe it. I couldn't see it. I couldn't picture it. I couldn't visualize the path that would get me there. 
I just couldn't see it. Recently, if you follow me on my other socials, if you watch my weekly vlogs mainly, it's been so glaringly obvious that there has been weird doubts in my mind about my work and just like my day-to-day life because work takes up a main chunk of a Monday to Friday, right? For everybody, nine to five. When you're unsure about that and you're kind of left to your own devices and it's just me, it had like a big impact on a lot of things because nine to five, I was confused. So the majority of my day, I was confused and I was lost. I wasn't really thriving, thriving, what the heck. Now, I feel like I know what I'm doing and that I can't be swayed. It's only been two weeks, right? So it's not perfect, but I'm definitely, definitely, definitely on the right track. I just felt like one little thing someone said about my work could have knocked me, one little comment, one little piece of advice about my work just knocked me and I just didn't really know like what I was doing. And honestly, I feel like a brand new person. So let's talk through what I did. I was super confused, I was super lost and just felt a little bit directionless, a little bit hopeless, a little bit stuck in a rut. Feeling like I was living the same day slash week, every day, every week. And for some reason it all felt really real, really quick. I went on the yoga retreat and the the topic, the, she pulls a tarot card. So like the topic, topic doesn't feel like the right word because it feels like school. The theme, the theme, the theme for the retreat was like picking a path, like making a decision, kind of like stepping onto the right path and like having a clear idea of where you're going and what you're doing. So of course this was on my mind because this is how I'd already felt got to the yoga retreat, this was the theme, I was like, okay, I'm gonna leave here feeling really, really great. And it all came to the surface at once. And I swear. So I came back from the yoga retreat and I felt a little bit clear, right? And I went to bed that night and I had one thought, one fucking thought and it knocked me and I could not sleep. And every, every, I just didn't come back from the yoga retreat feeling as like healed and as clarified as I would have liked. I did for like 10 minutes, journaled a little bit after I came back, felt great, went to sleep, had one thought pop in my head and that was me back to square one. And I kind of just woke up the next day and was like, fuck this. (laughs) I'm just gonna start to believe that something good is coming. I didn't know what, I didn't have anything more specific in my head. I just kind of decided, fuck this. I am so over feeling so lost and so confused and one thought being able to keep me up at night like absolutely not so i i just decided cool lucky girl syndrome it is i guess did not see this did not see it as this at the time but on reflection i guess that's kind of what i did i was just kind of like cool i'm a lucky girl and i just kept saying something good is coming my little mantra was I'm on the edge of a breakthrough I know it's coming I am on the edge of something really good happening I can just feel it in the air in that moment I needed the delusion I needed the luck I don't agree really with a lucky girl syndrome because I don't agree in I don't like to believe in luck because I think it discredits our hard work sometimes like obviously people can get lucky people can be privileged people can be fortunate But the idea of 
like luck as a concept when it comes to work and when it comes to good things happening to you. I like to believe that we deserve them. But in this moment in time, I couldn't. So I was like, fuck, luck it is. Lucky girl syndrome. I needed the delusion in my life. I want to read you a little part of my journal. So chat amongst yourselves while I find it. I mean, I'm not obviously going to just like read you everything that's in here. But I want to read you a little bit of the... Because I thought, let's get close and personal. Let's... Let me show you exactly what I did, exactly what I was thinking. Um, here we go. What bit shall I read? Recently, I've definitely not been trusting the process, the universe, or myself. I've been doubting myself, and I'm done with doubting myself, and not working hard for myself. And then I said, for me, it wasn't really about making a decision. It was more about clarity, reassurance, and validation. I've been feeling lost and scared recently with XYZ coming up. And then this thought that came into my head. And I feel really easily knocked. After the retreat, I felt really confident and secure. And it very quickly went when I realized XYZ that night, that thought that I did have. Um, I don't want to redo some of this stuff. This is nice, but it's a bit personal. And then I just wrote, I believe good is coming, new is coming, new followers, new viewers are coming, new opportunities are coming. It's been so long. It's my turn. It happens for other people, so I believe it can happen to me. I'm going to make a new vision, but this is all what I wrote down, by the way. I'm going to make a new vision board, a new work vision board, and try and outline some new goals. I think one of my problems is that I have no goals. Nothing that I'm working towards. And I haven't for a while. And then I just wrote, I believe good things are coming to me. And then I wrote, the retreat was so good, blah, 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 blah. And then the next day I woke up with a little bit of fire in my belly. Of course I did. I feel like you always do when you write down like new goals or you have a little bit of a thought, pro like a thought dump. You wake up with a little bit of fire in your belly. And I shook up my routine a lot. Highly recommend. It's quite old now, but I do have a whole podcast on like, is routine the best or worst thing for our mental health? Because my brother told me once when I was literally 14 and I wasn't having a great time, he was like, shake up your routine. And I was like, I'm 14, what the fuck am I supposed to do? And he was like, why don't you take this route to school instead? Why don't you walk a longer way home from school? Why don't you, like whatever, when you come home, go and do this first and then do this first and do this after dinner. Like just shake up what you can, where you can and you'll be surprised because if you're stuck in a rut, something needs to change clearly because you're stuck in a rut. Like I said, I felt like I was living the same day in the same week, every day and every week. So I bought this WeWork membership, which you don't need to spend money, but whatever it is, shake up your routine. Like I just said, take a different route to work. Try and work in a different place if you do work from home. And if you do work from home, get out the fucking house. I literally feel like I want to do a whole podcast on this. Get out the house. Go and work in a coffee shop. I don't care that it costs you £4 to have a coffee every day. Take that out of your monthly budget. It is so worth it for your mental health. Get out of the house. Or if you have a co-working membership because you do work from home and your office gives you that and you think, I can't be bothered, get out the house. Go and fucking use it. Please. Please, please, please. So I shook up my routine a lot last week. Highly recommend in any which way that that is for you. It doesn't even have to be for the reason that you feel stuck. Say you're stuck in fitness switch up your work routine. I don't even need you to switch up your fitness routine. Just do something different if you feel lost and stuck in a rut. Don't stay in that same routine that's making you feel that way. And then as I worked in this delusional state, 
had a bit of fire in my belly. You know that like bit of motivation that you get when you're like, I'm going to sign up for a marathon. And then the next like three days, you're like running loads. This is what I was running off. This like adrenaline mixed in with this delusion of like, fuck it, good things are coming to me. Did I believe good things were coming to me at this stage? No. But I just almost didn't really have a choice, but then to just keep saying and like deciding to believe otherwise. So I was working with a nice mix of adrenaline, delusion, lucky girl syndrome, and it was working for me and nice little things were happening. I was finishing my day feeling really like achieved, like I'd done loads and just feeling really great in myself. And I was like, right, I want to get down and dirty here. I want to sit down and do this process that I used to do every, I used to do it hand on heart when I was like 16, 17, 18 every two weeks i would do this process if not every month at least called the creative workshop it's from the book asking it is given if you're new here asking it is given is essentially my bloody bible it's a book on law of attraction that i have read twice now probably need to read it again it is half like book half like advice and the other half of the book there is 21 like manifesting processes which are all very different for all very different goals and for all different like emotional states. So if you are feeling good and optimistic and you want to attract something into your life, that is very different from if you're at the bottom of the emotional scale and you're feeling sad, depressed, angry, stuck. Because obviously those two people, you, you might do the same thing and those two people need different processes, right? So this whole book has 21 different ones based on where you are in your life and what you want to achieve. This one I used to do all the time. It's called the Creative Workshop. And I did it because I wanted to have a look at what kind of came up, what goals I was thinking about and the reason why I wanted them. So this process, if you follow me, you've definitely heard me talk about this a few times. Pepsi Max break. You It's a goal setting, intention setting process. I feel like I need a different one for process. Uh, activity. You write down my body, my relationships, my home, my work. In those four things, you write down four goals. So let's go with um, my work. I want to get a promotion. I want to earn X amount of money a month. I want to be able to go on lunch meetings with clients every day. And I want to work in a, why can't I think of any like corporate job goals? So mine are, I want to work with this brand. I want to earn this much money. I want to have this many followers on these platforms. And I want to have my podcast be like number one on Spotify. Those are my four work goals, right? And then you'll write down four reasons why you want each of these things. I want my podcast to be number one on Spotify because I work really, really hard on it and I feel like I deserve it. I love helping people. I'd like to reach more people and hopefully then I can earn some money from the podcast. For example, those are the four things. So for each four, for each category, you have four goals and four reasons why you want that goal. And it just helps you realize, like for the, for example, my body ones, for example, always like, I want to feel really super fit and strong. I want some new clothes that fit me really well. I want my hair to be X, Y, Z. 
and I don't know I want mine's always like clothes and to feel fit and strong I want like to be able to do a pull-up you get a bit more specific maybe and mine always result in okay well why do you want this and whatever the other three reasons are on my body ones every single each of those four girls always results in because I want to feel good it feels good to feel good I want to feel confident so really my goal is I want to feel confident and these are just ways that I think I can get there like my ultimate goal is actually to feel confident but these little goals I want because I think it's going to help me get there so I just love this activity because it really helps me look at what I want and why I want it like a lot of my career ones always result in because I want to reach and help more people and I want to earn some more money and that's kind of like what all of my work goals mean to me at their core I just want to reach and help more people I want more followers because hopefully then more people can see my podcast and I think I have something to say and I think I have something to give and I think people can benefit from that and I want to earn more money why because I want to travel the world and I want to live in a nice space and I like buying nice things and having lots of fun (laughs) so yeah highly 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 recommend anyway so I did that and when I was thinking about this after I'd closed the book and was going to bed, I thought about one specific little thing that kind of connected all of the goals together. And I was like, oh, I want to have, one of them was I want to have like 50K followers on TikTok. And one of them was I want my podcast to be number one on Spotify. And like, I was writing down why. And sometimes the whys don't come naturally. And it's once you finish, you kind of realize it. And I was like, ah, I guess like my path there would, would actually then be my short form content of my podcast to like do really well. Because then I'll, get some more TikTok followers and then that will help my other videos on TikTok and that will also help my podcast. And I was like, oh, and started to form little connections and goals and a path in my head. And then I worked a few more days with this fire, delusion, a bit more of a path and goals in my head. And some of my podcast TikToks, as I said at the beginning of this episode, have done really, really well. One of them, which I actually nearly deleted, because the first two comments disagreed with my opinion. And obviously that's not a reason to just run and delete something. But I'm scared of controversy online. Controversy? Controversialness online. Not gonna lie. TikTok can be a scary place. So I was like, maybe I just sound like a bit of a loser. It was about drugs. I was like, maybe I sound like a bit of a loser. Maybe, I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe I shouldn't have shared this. And then I was like, no, I believe in what I said. Kept it up. woke up the next day and had 13k I was like oh god went out for the day didn't leave didn't bring my phone came back 40k I was like oh that night I went to bed I had 100k and I was like oh okay that was a little trust yourself moment there like I said I don't have much trust in myself or the universe at the moment kind of had to trust myself to keep it up and it did really really well and I was like oh I honestly feel like that's because I started the week with a delusion a delusional mindset working with that delusion or mindset just going with it And then I formed this bit of a path and everything was kind of falling into place and it felt really, really great. And then I did a little reflection of the week on Sunday. Who wants to hear some of it? Let me just find it for you. This in my my notebook, if you're watching, these four pages were my creative workshop. Um, No, that's another journal. This week, my time was really well spent. Getting out the flat to work meant more when I got so much more done, I worked less hours and was able to completely switch off in my evenings and weekends. It's actually wild how much time I feel like I've I've just gained. Also, I was going to say that at the beginning of this podcast, I just forgot. 
I feel like getting out of the house and actually concentrating on work, I've realized how long an hour actually is. When I'm just in the flat, wasting an hour, it goes so quick, but really an hour is such a long time. Anyway, um, I decided during this week to just start believing that I'm on the edge of a breakthrough and that it would happen through short form content and that I had a realization maybe it would be the podcast TikToks and that is exactly what happened in the last few days. I have now genuinely started to believe my own delusional thought that turned out not to be that delusional because it's happening. I really do believe that I'm on the edge of a breakthrough. I really do believe that something great is coming. I really do believe that it is my turn for greatness, especially now that I have more clear goals and a path and a plan. I've not felt so happy and confident in my job or my work for a long while, especially my job. Oh, I put my job or life in a long while, especially my job. Um, I'm excited for something else happening this week because good things might hopefully come from it and people will recognise it. I'm manifesting another good week and XYZ and then wrote like a little, I would love to XYZ. From, I put, I would love to have a four day, 11 to 4 p.m. work week in the future and I could spend a day off doing cool things and making cool content about it. I really do feel like good things are coming my way. If you can't tell from that page, all week I just kept saying, I really do feel like good things are coming. I really do feel like good things are coming. I'd be in the shower and I'd be like, I really do think good things are coming. Because at the beginning of the week, I was like, yeah, I just, I've decided good things are coming. And I didn't believe it. So all week, I am not joking, I just kept writing down. As you can tell, I've literally read you word for word what it says on this page of this green notebook, if you are watching. And writing down and saying, good things are coming. I didn't even, I kept writing down, I really believe good things are coming. Lo and behold, I'm starting to believe it. I'm starting to believe my, as I said, not so delusional thoughts. And then I sat down and I made a vision board afterwards. Long winded story. Let's talk about the most important parts in here. Goals. For so long, I didn't have any goals. I had thoughts, I had hopes. Oh, I'll work with this brand. I'll gain a following on TikTok. Like, oh, my podcast will just do well. And I thought that was okay. I thought it was okay to not have any goals because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And that is okay, not knowing what you want to do. But how on earth am I supposed to have this fuel in my belly and believe in myself and have this fire up my ass to go and to be a go-getter and to really believe in myself when I don't even know what I'm believing in, when I don't even know what I'm working for. Running a half marathon, I had a goal and I fully believed it. It wasn't even belief, I knew. It, it wasn't even like, oh, I believe I can do that. I knew full fucking well that I was gonna turn up on that race day. Yeah, sure, it might be hard, but I knew full well I was gonna complete it and it was gonna be fine and I was gonna have a great race. But work? I don't have this big five, 10 year goal, which is absolutely fine. I don't think you need that. But I didn't even have little ones. I felt like my work was... (laughs) The only way I can kind of explain what I mean is I felt like my work was like paying rent. I love paying rent. I love my work. I really don't mind paying rent. But a lot of people are like, oh, it's money down the drain, whatever. I actually don't mind it. I quite like it. Like I quite liked my work. But you can't deny that renting is kind of just putting money out in the open. Like, yes, of course, I get this gorgeous flat in return. But it does kind of... A lot of people say, like, throwing money down the drain. I feel like, no. I feel like your money just kind of, like, 
for me, like, goes into abyss. My money just feels like it's, like, in the air. It doesn't really feel like it got spent on something. It just kind of feels like it floats away from me. And that's how I felt with my work. Like, okay, two YouTube videos a week and one podcast a week. That's what I do. And I was just kind of putting them out there in the air and, like, letting the universe, like, gobble them up and, like, do as it pleases. And I just felt like my work was kind of just, like, floating away from me. And it didn't really have, like, a place or a direction or an action it just kind of felt like I was like doing and then just like throwing and being like, have fun with that. Like, this is just what I do. I can't really explain it in any way other than that, which probably doesn't make any sense, but it felt like it wasn't going anywhere. Nothing new was happening. I wasn't investing in anything. I wasn't building anything up. I was just kind of like throwing it out. So step one to believe in yourself is to set some goals. Book a 5K, set a saving goal, set a spending goal, set a work goal. If you don't know what that goal is, here, I didn't, I really had no idea. Here's some questions. Who are you? And do you like that person? Who do you think you were born to be? What do you think you were born to do? Do you like that person? When you have delusional thoughts about what you would love your life to look like, what does that look like? What is it that you're thinking about? Is it how you're spending your days, how you're spending your money, how you're earning your money? Like what instantly comes to mind? To me, it was definitely like this really broad lifestyle. Oh, I have enough money, some disposable cash. I'm filming my podcast and it's like really big in quotation marks. And I'm like doing events and I'm doing the whole influencer thing. And that's kind of as far as my goals went, just like bigger and better of what I'm doing now. So I really had to like downscale that and make some real goals. Now I'm not saying you can't have big goals. I'm a huge dream. I'm actually not these days, but back when I was younger, huge dreamer. By younger, I mean like literally 17, 18, 19. I'm literally only 22. But I've definitely lost my big dreamer quality, which I wanna get back. But I feel like it's because I was such a big dreamer, but had these little goals. I used to wake up every day in my first year of uni and write down on a piece of paper, 100K is coming about my YouTube. I had these smaller, more, they seemed obtainable goals. I had 33K at that time when I was writing these down. Now I have like 34K on TikTok and like 50K seems crazy. But I just had so much belief in myself back then and like belief in the universe. I'm trying to get that big dreamer back. But until then, I think we have to downscale and be like, okay, I want loads of followers on TikTok, whatever that looks like. I wanna reach 50K. How am I gonna do that? I'm gonna post these videos and I'm gonna do X, Y, Z. I really think downscale so they feel more achievable, less scary, and then you can start to build up this proof. I feel like as, not I feel like, as humans we need proof and evidence for things. To believe things, the way we trust people comes from evidence and proof that people have given us in the past. So to trust ourselves and believe in ourselves, we need to give ourselves proof that we can do that and we are very capable of that. How do we do that? We set small goals and we get excited by them. We get giddy by them. We smile at the thought of them. We tell ourselves that we can absolutely achieve them. And then we go and do that because they're not that hard and hopefully won't actually take us that, that long. So in a month's time, two months time, a week's time, who knows what your goal is, you have that proof that you can. So you believe in yourself that you can take the next step necessary to get towards those bigger goals and we can make those goals bigger and bigger and bigger. 
But I went so off track there. But I feel like I did a good job and I don't need to read all of that. Step two, delusion. I want you to literally decide that you believe it's going to happen. When I say I literally just wrote down in my book, you heard it. I said, I decided, fuck it. It's my turn. I've watched it happen to other people. I've decided it's my turn. I'm going to take back the power of my own life. I'm going to stop victimizing myself. And I decide that it is my turn. At first, you won't believe it. I absolutely didn't. But in the week of our delusion week, of our lucky girl week, you're going to act in a way that's going to get you there. Even if it just feels like funny and goofy and like a little fun experiment. And with the lucky girl syndrome, with your goal now in mind and with that little bit of delusion, the more you just say it, say it, say it, say it, write it down, write it down, write it down, you will literally start to believe it. It's all about proof. The more you say it, is it proof enough to your brain that you believe it? The more you say it, the more you write it down. The more you just joke about it to your friends. I always mention this. Me and the girls at uni, we would constantly just joke about, I'm fit. We would come down looking, I never say the word butters, but I just want to say butters. We come downstairs looking literally clapped. In our pyjamas, haven't washed our hair for four days. Like, hair up in a bun, mascara down our face, working on our uni work. And be like, oh my god, you're fit? And I'd be like, I know, I look so fit. We would come downstairs and be like, oh, I don't really like my jeans. And someone would be like, you're fit. And we'd be like, oh yeah, I'm fit. And it was a joke. But the more you said it, the more you believed it. Like, I literally will look myself in the mirror now and don't let myself say anything bad about myself. And I'd be like, you're fit. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fit. And I believe it. I walk around thinking I'm fit when I was going to say I'm most definitely not. I am. I'm an attractive girly. But even when I'm not feeling great, I'll look myself in the mirror and I'll go, you're fit. And it will make, my, it will make me laugh. It will make me smile. It will get me out of whatever headspace I'm in. And you start to believe it. Saying it enough is proof enough for your brain. I am a firm, 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 firm believer. Back in the days when me and Chi were like law of attraction queens. Firmly believe that if you believe you are capable of something and you are working for it and you really, really want it, the universe will give you it. Obviously, the universe will give you it. You really, really want to really want to be an actor you too why can't I speak you really want to be an actor you truly 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 believe that you have what it takes you can see it you can visualize it you think about it all the time the universe will give you that you will I do not believe for a second if you have a goal and you believe keep up you believe you are capable of getting it because if you believe you're capable of getting it you start acting in that way and you start doing the things necessary to get there if you truly believe that you can achieve it, you will get it. You will not finish this lifetime without achieving that goal. No way. That's not gonna happen. You walk into a restaurant and you order a pizza, they're gonna bring you that pizza. They're not gonna close up one. They might close up and forget about you, but that's just because they're human. But like, you know that order is coming. You might check in and hey, is that pizza coming? You might have to remind them. But that order is coming and that is how I feel and I'm, I'm, I'm getting my spark back, guys, if you can't tell. Because I always used to believe this. And recently, I just haven't really. And I really had to look in and go like, you aren't believing in yourself. I don't know if you've noticed. I know Little Miss Positive over here. You don't actively not believe in yourself. You don't think you're not worthy. But you actually don't believe that, like, this is your time. Like, why? Because I've had a lot of proof that, like, oh, I'm working really hard. And, you know, the amazing amazing things aren't happening but it was because I wasn't 
giddy about it. I wasn't excited about it. I didn't have a goal. I didn't have a vision. I didn't believe that it could. I didn't believe that it would. Not that it could. This is the thing. I always believed it could. I stopped believing it would. This was my problem. The idea wasn't completely out of my head. I just stopped believing that like it would happen to me or that it would happen soon. So yeah, I truly, truly believe if you want something in this life, you absolutely will get it. Okay, where am I? Pepsi Max sip. Just some little notes I've put. You need to realize as well that there is enough for everybody. Whatever you want, there is enough people who will watch it, buy it, listen to it, hire you to do whatever it is that you like. There is enough people in this world just because someone else is doing what you're doing. Actually, they're just proof that the people are there. Every time I feel shit about YouTube, I'm like, this person's getting views. The people are there. Stop victimizing yourself. The people are here. The people are on YouTube and they're still watching. I'm like, people just don't watch YouTube anymore. I'm like, they do. There you go. Jack Edwards, 250K views. The people are watching YouTube. There are people on this app still. They're here and they can watch you too. Just because it's happening to that person does not mean it can't happen to you. If anything, you should look at them and go, wow, it's happening for them. It absolutely can happen to me. Like I wrote in my journal, I've seen it happen to other people. It's my turn. That's how I just flipped my mindset. Find people you find inspiring and look up to them. Guilty. I've put influencers. I'd be like, oh, look, it's happening to them. No, it's happening for them. Life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you based off of the energy that you're given out. It's a direct transaction most of the time. Sometimes life can be a bitch and wants to humble you and wants to teach us lessons and put us on the right path. But all for the good in the end. Life happens for you. Tia said to me recently that she feels like she's holding on to all this old energy. And I was like, oh my God, I resonated so much. I was like, I'm holding on to all this stale, old energy and I'm not taking charge of my own life. I'm just letting life happen to me. Whereas life should be happening for me. I should be more in charge of the way my life is panning out. And the thing is with my job as well, I just kind of decided, oh, none of it's in my hands, you know. I can work really hard on a TikTok, but someone might not watch it. You know, my managers are the one that gets me the brand deals and the brands are the one that decide if they even want me and the brands are the one with the money that they decide if they want to give me or not. Like, nothing is really in my control. That is such a fucking cop-out. Am I really going to sit here and say, oh, I work for myself, but my job's not in my control? Yes, it absolutely is. I just wanted to believe... I just was being lazy. I just wanted to believe that... It wasn't up to me. Things weren't going my way. So I decided, oh, it's not my fault. It's not up to me. It was up to me. I wasn't, I didn't have that belief in myself anymore. This sounds really, really deep, but I am fine and I was fine. And that's, I think, what was wrong with it. I was fine and I was positive and I was optimistic. But really, the belief wasn't there. I was looking at other people like, oh good for them like I'm really happy for them and like oh there's proof it can happen and I was like yeah that will happen to me soon too when how can you expect to get a TikTok brand in if you're not posted on TikTok how are you going to get TikTok followers when how are you going to get podcast viewers when you're not doing anything new you're just posting podcasts you've been focusing podcasts for over a year now how do you expect new viewers when you're not going to do anything new when you're not going to take charge when you're not going to take ownership for your own life and your own outcome just stopped blaming people and gave myself the power back. Anyway, that is how I (laughs) 
started to believe in myself recently. Don't even get me started on being scared to fail and being embarrassed because I'm just absolutely not having that. It's also a cop out. Do you really want to finish your life with regrets and what ifs? No one cares what you're doing. Another thing that I kept thinking about and that really started to light this fire was I could be one, sorry, I keep talking about TikTok. I could be one TikTok away from the viral TikTok. I could be five. I could be 50 TikToks away from that one viral TikTok that changes my life. For my YouTube videos, I was three years away of like consistent posting every day of that one video that really started to change it all. Imagine I stopped one before that. You could be one away from your new life. This is actually something I was supposed to talk about earlier, but clearly completely forgot. This is something I want you to keep in your mind. When you're doing your affirmations, oh, I'm I'm a lucky girl, good things are coming. Like whatever your goal is, like mine was like, I'm on the edge of a breakthrough. Like something is coming, something good is coming. I can feel it in the air. I just kept saying, I could be one TikTok away. Like to get yourself to believe it, just, you could be one TikTok away. You could be 20 TikToks away. You could be one more job interview away. You could be one more job application away. You could be one more gym session away from the PB, one more therapy session away from that absolute breakthrough that's gonna give you this release that you've been looking for. You could be so close. Get excited and just start to believe it. Imagine you could be one away and you just give up because you're scared of failure. You give up because someone said something embarrassing. Absolutely not. This is our lives. Nothing is that deep. You do not want to get to the end of your life and sit there and go, oh, what if? Everyone always used to ask me, my mum always used to ask me, like, you're going to start a YouTube channel? And I always used to say, yeah, at some point, I know I will. I know it's something that I have to do in this lifetime because I know if not, I genuinely, genuinely used to say this. 16-year-old me used to say this before I posted my first video because my friend Chi, she started first and she was like, are you going to do it? And I was like, I know at some point I will because if not, I know full well I will sit there when I was 70 years old and go, what if? What if? I tried it. What could have been? And that scared the shit out of me. And look what I would have missed. It's my full-time fucking job now. What if? Do not let that question haunt you for the rest of your life because you're scared of failing and you're scared of other people. Absolutely not. I'm not having any of that. We're not even going to talk about it because it's just absolutely ridiculous and we don't even need to think about it. I love you all. Let's go and smash some goals this week. Show up for yourself this week because that girl deserves it. I want you to think of yourself in third person. Not even you deserve it because sometimes when you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, you deserve it. Like, show up for yourself. You deserve it. It's like, oh, no, I don't. I'm all right. I would rather just sit here. But I want you to think of yourself as a separate person. I want you to picture yourself looking in at yourself from across the room, from across the street, wherever you are right now. Take yourself out of body and look at you here and go, she deserves it. You're going to do this this week because she deserves it. Even if you don't think you do, think of yourself as two separate people. Think of your mind and your body and your heart as different people. She deserves it. Go and show up for yourself this week. Next week, we're going to talk about people pleasing. I'm scared. It's a big topic. I don't know how I'm going to navigate it yet. I haven't even thought about it, but I'm just throwing it out there. Journal prompt, who in your life are you people pleasing right now? I love you all so much. 
I feel like this episode took me a little bit to get into, to warm up, but I hope you enjoyed it nonetheless. And I will see you next week. Hopefully, come next week, I'll still be feeling like this. I'll still be smashing it, still be believing in myself. And hopefully, by the time you listen to my next podcast, you will have believed in yourself a little bit more, shown up for yourself, smashed a little mini goal that you set yourself this week. I love you all so much. You deserve the best things in life and they will come to you. You just need to believe it. Bye, love you.